love is beautiful and you deserve to enjoy it. I welcome you to today's episode of Love is Beautiful. I hope you enjoyed the first episode and we're going to continue from where we stopped. We're still looking at the subject entitled, When am I ready for love? When am I ready for love? This is the part two. If you haven't listened to part one, please do well to get it. I believe that you will get some foundation to this part. We looked at Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 as being the foundation for marriage. God instituted marriage for a particular reason. He said that it is not good that the man should be alone. So God was speaking of a particular man. He wasn't just talking about any man. He had given certain things to this man to do. He had asked this man to keep the garden, to tend the garden. He had given him responsibility. He had given him purpose. And then he said, on the basis of that, that man should not be alone. So there are protocols that we need to follow. There are requirements that we need to meet. In as much as many people desire to go to um, institutions of higher learning, not every institution admits just anyone. You may desire to go to a particular institution, but does that institution desire to have you? You may desire to be in a certain place of work, but do they desire to have you? You may desire to have someone as a spouse, but do they desire to have you? So you see, there are always requirements that we need to meet. There are always eligibility criteria that we have to meet. So he says that that man should not be alone. So you must be that man. You must be that woman in order for you to be qualified to get into this whole subject of love and enjoying everything that comes with it. The first thing we mentioned is that you are ready for love when you have made a good discovery of yourself. You are ready for love when you have made a good discovery of yourself. You must get to know yourself. You must discover who you are. We are very complex people. Human beings are very complex people in so many ways. We are emotional. We are psychological. We are spiritual. We are physical. We are social beings. There's a whole lot of complexity when it comes to dealing with people and even you can become surprised with yourself sometimes there are certain things you do that can make you surprised at your own self and so there is the need for you to take time to know yourself know yourself for who you are know yourself very well in detail and i gave certain areas in which you can get to know yourself like in the area of personality and temperament, in the area of interests and values, and in the area of purpose. And I, I define temperament 
as the combination of inborn traits that subconsciously affect one's behavior. So you don't determine your temperament. It is given to you at birth. It is something that comes together to make you who you are, right? And your personality is the expression of that temperamental disposition that you have. So how you bring it forth, how you show it to others is what is termed personality. Okay, there are there are different temperament and personality theories, so many, right, that psychologists have brought up. Um, I think the most popular one that I know about, you know, among all the other ones, is um, the theory of the four temperaments. That's the sanguine, the choleric, the melancholy, and the phlegmatic. The four temperament types. So you need to know where you fall. You need to understand who you are in terms of your temperament. And then you can know how to um, showcase it or to bring it forth or to exhibit it um, in your world and to whoever you relate with at any point of your life. But why is it important for you to take your time to understand your temperament or to understand your personality? Why is it that important? Why must you take time to study about yourself and say, okay, I think I fall within this bracket. I think I am this. I think I'm choleric. I think my secondary temperament is that. Why must you take your time to do all these things? Now, number one, in love relationships and in many other laws in the world, opposites usually attract. Opposites usually attract. Now, you must know yourself because in love relationships, opposites usually attract. Like in the law of magnetism, you have the North Pole being attracted to the South Pole, that kind of thing. Um, Opposites usually attract. Now understand that I am not saying opposites in terms of values, opposites in terms of your interests, or opposites in terms of your beliefs. No. If you are... In, in opposite direction in terms of your beliefs and your values and your interests, you cannot be aboard the same flight. You cannot because you are headed in different directions. So you can't be there. If I'm going to the US and you are going to a different country that is um, not in the same direction, you can't be on the same flight. Right, so that interest and values and beliefs usually tell of our direction, where we are going. Okay, but opposites attract in terms of personality. Opposites usually attract. You can really um, conduct this investigation um, about married couples. Just take your time and look at it carefully. You find out that mostly the husband is different from the wife the wife is different from the husband in terms of personality usually look at it that way 
they usually complement each other right in that regard um within this context of opposites attracting in terms of personality you usually admire what you are not you usually admire what you're not so let's take the example of a very quiet introverted and reserved person versus an outgoing extroverted and an all-over-the-place person just take these two people um, you usually see that the one who is very quiet and reserved looks at the one who is very outspoken and extroverted and outgoing and admires him or her so much because the other person desires to be like the other person right like it, it, wow this person can actually speak to anyone at any time anywhere regardless of the mood of the person whatever and the person is so admired by this other person who is not very outgoing and very extroverted and outspoken and so they become attracted to such an individual and the one who is also very outspoken and extroverted and um, outgoing looks at the one who is reserved and says oh so there can be a human being so quiet and calm like this <laughs> and then they become attracted to that person opposites usually attract because you are usually attracted to what you are not the trait in somebody that you cannot exhibit or that you do not have um, make you attracted to that individual so if you do not know your temperament you do not know where you stand it will be difficult for you to know who you can be attracted to or who you should be attracted to who you should bond with because if i don't know that i'm an outspoken person i am a very extroverted person i am an outgoing person and i end up also <laughs> getting married to somebody who is very much extroverted as i am and outgoing as i am um one Man of God said that if these the two people are so driven, they are so goal-oriented, they would meet at the airport and they'll ask each other, where are the children? I thought I left them with you. This other one to say, I thought I left them with you because both of them do not even know where their children are. They are so driven. Nobody is giving attention to their children. Everybody has a project that they are undertaking that they need to achieve. They have deadlines to meet and you know so much of that one person must be the opposite of the other in terms of personality so that there can be a very good balance that's how nature even has made it to be that's how god has designed it to be so it is very important that you know yourself in terms of your temperament because this helps you know who to bond with and who to be attracted to i'll end this part here and we will continue in the next episode my name is robert do tojo and i'm doing this under the auspices of impact life services please share this broadcast 
with anyone you love because it is important that the foundation is laid properly so that they can put up a proper structure on it. Remember that love is beautiful and you deserve to enjoy it. Thank you. Take care. I love you.